Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Yep, and this is Jordan. And I'm going to kick this episode off by saying Roll Tide. Roll Tide. This is our college football episode, and um, what is what week is this? I don't know, man. Like We're, we played seven games... The majority of people have played eight. It, I, I don't know, dude. Anyway, this <laughs> is uh, week nine, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah week nine. So um, Alabama's eight and zero at this point. Seven and zero. See, but we've we had two. Okay, you said seven and zero. So yeah, we've had two by weeks. But Clemson started before us though. So are we week ten? I don't know. See, that's all right. Some games been postponed and canceled. A lot of. It's, it's the COVID year. We're working through it. We're, it's okay. a lot of adjustments. We're 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 gonna get there, but it, it's a lot of confusion. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Alabama's uh, undefeated at this point. We won our game. That's all that matters. And we're just gonna go ahead and count the LSU game because it's probably not gonna get rescheduled. So I think um, hmm. I don't really see any defense that can match up with our offense. It's probably going to be us and Florida in the SEC championship. But, uh, yeah, I still don't see them de- their defense stopping us. And Vanderbilt proved today that their offense is not world beaters. So, uh, <clears throat> I think it's going to be us and Florida in the SEC. Cha- in the SEC. Um, Big Ten doesn't look like anybody's going to be able to match up with Ohio State. It's going to probably be a good game. And Who won the Wisconsin and um, the – Wisconsin and Northwestern game. Um, well, it's the winner of that game is going to match up with Ohio State. Um, I still think that they're, they're if, if they're able to run the ball like they were today against um, Indiana, they should be nobody. Nobody in the Big Ten is going to be able to uh, to match up with them, even Northwestern or Wisconsin. I think I want to say um, Wisconsin won. I mean Northwestern won. Last I checked, they were winning. But, um, yeah. Um, for me, I I don't know. I feel like it's just a year of Alabama and the rest. Um, I don't, I feel like Notre Dame is a quality opponent, but I, I really don't know because they did struggle with, I, I want to say it was Georgia Tech. Whoever they played before um, Clemson, and yeah, they beat Clemson, but Clemson had their second-string quarterback, and they did go to overtime. I want to say double overtime. Um, but that being said, I I don't know. I I I'm not saying we're world beaters, but I'm saying we are clearly the best team right now. Um, our defense definitely needs some work. We are. We look good today, but we kind of 
it was it was rocky at the beginning we can't get off the um our problem has been consistent for years we can't get off the field on third down i don't i don't know what the problem is but for some reason we just can't get off the field um but i don't know i feel like as of right now we're the best team but like i said we're not we're not head and shoulders above um the rest we we can be beaten um if somebody can find a way to um exploit our problems on defense and neutralize our pass rush um we'll it'll be a fight but i i do i do have a lot of confidence in our offense though so i i'm not saying that we're good but we can we'll be good in a shootout it's not like we'll struggle i'm i'm not really worried about our offense performing I'm just more so worried about our defense showing up and us having to be on the field the whole game and having to show up. But as of right now, I feel like we're in a good position. To answer my question, um, Northwestern beat Wisconsin 17 to seven. I'm gonna start off in the big 10. I agree with you, Brandon. Um, I don't see anybody in the Big Ten beating Ohio State. Um, Ohio State is like tiers better than, like three tiers better than anybody in the Big Ten. Like there's no competition. Um, I think they're spotting one of the um, top four for the playoffs is solidified. Uh, I want to see how they look against the Clemson or Alabama. That's when we really determine if, like, Ohio State really is about all the hype usually within these years. The past few years has been like that. Run through the Big Ten, and then we see how good they are in the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Um, Ohio State will lose to a Michigan State. Or a Rutgers. Who did? did Purdue. 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 the doors blown off them by 31 points at home. I just don't see that happening this year. It's a I lot don't of... see it happening this year, but I'm just saying that can happen in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I'm not picking them to win the championship right now. Um, oh, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, right to the playoffs, I don't see an upset happening. And if it do, then that's crazy. Um, Florida, I'm going to go with my team right now. Um we're lack discipline. The past few weeks, we have been making a lot of mental errors. It's a one-way ticket to the SEC championship to play Alabama. I feel like we can score enough points to beat them, but our defense haven't. Our defense has yet to show up all all year, besides the Georgia game, and the Georgia and Georgia not having the quarterback really helped out as well. So, um, in order to beat Alabama, in order to solidify a spot in the playoffs, the Florida defense has to be better, and they have to be disciplined. Like, I think they play a little bit too loose. Um, Trask, to me, is a Heisman um, candidate. Jordan doesn't believe so. I didn't say... You, right. you, your words was, he is not a Heisman candidate. All right. All right. Let Those were your exact All words. Right. Those were my exact words. You are right. You are correct. He is not the leading Heisman candidate. I'll say that. Okay. He is a Heisman candidate. And I can. Because who else is there to give it to? Uh, Justin there, Fields, I guess. You know what I'm I saying? Bet. Like, I was, I was about to say, it's really only three or four people that you can really honestly give it to.
Hey, what's going on? Can't get enough of Not Another Sports Podcast? Well, you can follow us on social media at Not Another Sports Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast on Twitter. And keep up with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all's support and y'all make sure y'all subscribe. And back to the show. Welcome back. And since we alluded to it, might as well go ahead and talk about it. Um, the Heisman Trophy winners, or the favorites anyway, in my opinion, um, obviously I'm biased, but obviously I think Mac should be getting more consideration than he um, getting. They talk about Kyle Trask, but he's basically doing the same thing that Mac is doing. Just attributing the ball tape because he's not mobile, because Kyle Trask is not mobile at all. I ain't gonna say he, he I mean he's not Matt Ryan, but he um he's not a running quarterback. So he's literally just distributing the ball. And I don't I said all that to say Mac ain't getting enough consideration. But I feel like uh Justin Fields, he got a shot. Um Trash, Mac, uh that's pretty much it. It's a quarterback's um it's a quarterback's award, so I feel like they're gonna give it whoever finishes the best down the down the stretch. So, how y'all feel about the Heisman Trophy candidates this far, this point into the season? Um, <clears throat> like I was telling you earlier, I can't remember who it was that said this, but they were saying Najee had five, 15 touchdowns through seven games, which is impressive. That's very impressive. Now he had 16 because he scored another one. What, 16 touchdowns through seven games. Um, and he said maybe he can win uh, the Heisman, but no. Like I told you, the days of running backs winning the Heisman are over. At least in the immediate future, I would say maybe five, six years. Maybe. But I, I just don't see it. It's become a quarterback um, award. It's um, it's also the best player on the best team award, so that also plays into it. Um, I don't think I don't really see a quarterback that doesn't make the playoffs winning it. I'm not saying that Kyle Trask can't win it, but I'm just saying he would have to lead his team into the playoffs to win it. Um, I would um, I would also say that. While Mac Jones has less touchdowns, Najee has 16 touchdowns through six, um, through seven games, and he's not that far. Let's see, Najee has. I mean, uh, um, Kyle Trask has 28, 28 in um, what's it called? Mac has 18, so it's 10. When you're running, when Florida's running backs as a group only have five touchdowns, one has 16. That's that's a big difference. So, one, we're putting up more touchdowns as a team, and um, his numbers are not that far off with a much better running game. So, you have to take that into consideration as well. And Kevin is right. I did say that. Um, Kyle Trask isn't a, a 
um, Heisman candidate, and that was a slip of words. I meant to say he should not be the leading Heisman candidate. And I do feel like part of this anybody but Bama um, stigma is still out there. I feel like the world doesn't want Bama to win, and that's fine. We're, we're cool. We're cool with being in that position. Um, we don't even like being the number one team, but unfortunately, Clemson had to, to drop the ball, so we had to take that number one spot. But that's fine. We'll um, we'll take it and run with it. We'll keep the um, the target on our back like we normally do, and we'll um, keep rolling. I feel like um, the way... I'm not saying that it's a solidified race, but as of right now, um, Mac Jones should be the leader. Mm. Nice that you put some respect on Kyle Trask's name, you know, put him in the Heisman race, you know? Yeah, he, 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 he's, he's not terrible. He does have 2,500 yards, so he's getting it done. 2,500 yards, 28 touchdowns. But he does have a 70% completion percentage when Mac Jones has an 80%. I just well, Matt Jones is playing with a little bit more talent. You're maybe, not wrong. You know, so you are wrong. Though. I'm, I'm wrong. Yes, like Florida receiving core is talented. It's better than Alabama's. Hey, hey, hey! Wait, 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 wait! You just made a he just made a case for his wide receiver to be a, um, a Heisman winner. Y'all have the second. Y'all are. Close but y'all have the second. Um, you just made a case for your receiver to be named your running back. One of your running backs to be named. The greatest player in the game. That's what the Heisman is, right? Basically, yeah, I right? I mean, I didn't make the case. I said you say he should be in consideration. I didn't say right? that he should be consideration. I said the person who said it said that, and I'm I said saying, no, he's have, not going to win. I have more talent, but Florida is doing well with what they have, and that's more that's due to Kyle, um, Kyle Trask, and that's why I'm saying he should be looked at as one of the favorites. I get what you're saying. I, I understand. If it was an MVP race, you have it. It's not an MVP race, though. But honestly, I'm going with Justin Fields right now. I would say Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence, if he goes and beat Notre Dame in the ACC championship, I believe the awards is is after that. Um, If he goes and do that, he's going to win the Heisman. So don't forget, Trevor, he just missed a week, I believe. He missed missed two weeks because of COVID, and then the game got canceled, postponed. But they're going to play the game back. He's going to win the Heisman if he wins the ACC championship, if he beats Notre Dame just due to the storyline of everything. And if Justin Fields go crazy and have a dominant performance in the Big Ten Championship, I believe it's going to come down to one of those two. But to fill it out, I believe Kyle Trask deserves some consideration. And Mac Jones, I'm putting respect on your team. He deserves consideration too because he is handling, he is doing better than what I thought he would be right now with Alabama. And there's also... Oh, no cash. When, when he flipped to from Kentucky, I, I never thought he was going to see the field. Um, I thought that it was going to be uh, Tua to Talia. But he definitely has um, shown me why Saban trusted him to be the backup and then eventually the starting quarterback. I see what Saban saw. So, I mean, as always, I trust what he does. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to question, like, why would you put him in instead of Talia? Obviously... Uh- he sees him way more than I do. So. Although Tua's brother looks really good in Maryland he does. so far. He does. But he does. That's just because you look good in one place doesn't mean you would look good in another. Right. So, you know, maybe it worked out for the best for both of them. Yeah. 
Mike Lockley did come from um, Alabama. He was offensive coordinator at Alabama when uh, Talia came through there. So they have that, um, what do you call it? That relationship, I guess you would say. Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Ah, welcome back. Um, for this next segment, we're gonna talk about our top four picks since the um, college football rankings come out this week. Um, well, of course, I got Alabama at number one. Like I said earlier, I don't think um, anybody can score with us. And yeah, so that's 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 number one. Um, I'm gonna go Ohio State too. I feel like they've. Uh, well, with the with them beating Indiana, they uh, they proved that they're the best team in whatever division they in. So uh, three, um, Notre Dame. I feel like with the Clemson win, I guess you got to put them in the top four. Okay, still Notre Dame to me. I feel like they're gonna lose in the ACC championship. So I feel like this is kind of pointless, but whatever. Since we're doing rankings, I'm gonna put them four, uh, three, and uh, four. I'm gonna put Clemson. Um, they should, in my opinion, should have beat Notre Dame. And they was playing with a backup quarterback. So, and, yeah, that's, that's my top four. Do you feel the committee will have the same top four? Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think they'll put Notre Dame, I mean, Ohio State over Notre Dame? I think so. Hmm. Um, For reasons I just said, they, they beat uh, Indiana. Indiana was a top ten matchup. They were number nine, so. Um, I can see Ohio State being number two because the committee loves them, but they also love Notre Dame. So I, my personal top four, I'm having Alabama. Um, I would put Notre Dame two. I'll put Ohio State three, and I'll put. <sighs> I struggle with this, but I put Texas A&M four. Because I feel like one, they beat they beat the um, what's it called? They beat Florida head to head. They did, and they are they're playing a they've still only lost one game, and that one game was to the number one team. So if Notre, I mean if um, <clears throat> if Clemson can only fall down to four, then how do you not have that same energy with Texas A and M? And they were the they lost to the number one team, so um, I don't know. How they lost. I mean, yeah, but look at who they lost to. It's not like they're. I mean, and it's not like they fell from. Um, I think they were like four or five at the time, and they fell to like six or seven. So it's not like they took a big fall anyway. All I'm saying is. I think they've been playing really good. They have had a lot of postponements, so I can't really give you a recent 
see bias of what they look like. But at the time of them stopping play, they did look really well. Um, and if the SEC had adopted the um, formula that the ACC adopted, Florida wouldn't even be in the SEC championship. So let's keep that in mind because they do have the head-to-head. So I will have um, Florida 5 and I will have Clemson 6 because I do feel like if Florida and Clemson played, I do feel like Florida would beat them. I feel like they have a little bit more offense than Clemson has to offer. And I've watched Clemson's defense. It does not look the best. They've been, they've been struggling. They have been struggling. So, And everybody wants to say, oh, well, it was... I don't know how to pronounce the dude's name. It was his first game. Oh, But he doesn't do play defense. defense. He does not play defense. So... I, I don't know. I, I would have... I, Kevin said I don't respect Florida, even though I was the one that told him that they would go undefeated this year. But they did add Texas A&M, so that, that threw a loop in there. I didn't see them... I mean, I if you would have asked me before the season, I wouldn't have said that they would have lost. But before the season, when they weren't didn't have them on the schedule, I told him that they would go undefeated. So, I, again, I don't know where this... I don't respect Florida comes from. It's just... I guess we live in this era where if you you're not um, football washing, then you're a hater. What? I can't say the other words. You know, let me get this Texas A&M thing out the way. Texas A&M didn't dominate Florida whatsoever. I didn't say they dominated y'all. Okay, let me finish the point. We, like I said earlier, Florida lacks. Like discipline, mental errors. They fumbled the ball and gave them the ball right back with like 30 seconds left in field goal range to win the game. Nine times out of ten, you match Florida back up with them without them messing around, BSing. Florida will beat Texas A&M. Texas A&M is not that good. When they played Alabama, they got <laughs> stumped. Like, I don't believe that's a playoff team. And if Florida plays them again, they probably will beat Texas A&M. And Texas A&M shouldn't be in the four because they won't make it to the SEC championship. Anything about them being in any type of championship talks is irrelevant because they can't even make it to the SEC championship. Why? Because they got stumped by a better team. So why would you deserve to be in the four best teams to play that team again? No, 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 no. Um, Notre Dame probably is going to stay number two. Because they love Notre Dame so much, but if we doing a, if I'm doing a personal one, I will have Alabama number one, Ohio State number two, Notre Dame number three, Clemson number four, followed by Florida, and Cincinnati, then Texas A&M. Because wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm not gonna let you get away with that. You will have Cincinnati over the team that beat y'all. Are you serious? No, I said Texas A&M, then Cincinnati. That's not what you said. Did I say that it? might have been what you meant, but that's not what you said. Oh, if that's oh, my bad. If that's not if that's what I said, I meant Texas A&M. Then is that? Okay. After after Cincinnati, I have Miami. Uh, Miami probably one of the dark horses because technically they they can't make it to the AC, ACC championship. But if Clemson have another postponed game or canceled game, Miami probably will finish with more wins than them 
and then that would lead them into the ACC championship. And I don't believe in Notre Dame. Notre Dame is one of those teams that I look at like the Dodgers. I believe it when I see them actually win in the big moments. And Miami, it doesn't look ugly. it doesn't look pretty, and they be escaping in these wins, but they be winning. Somehow they find a way to win in spectacular fashion. Like that keeps you entertained. It's like it's something about this team. Like they just keep going, and they could probably pull up the upset with Notre Dame. Big rivalry, a lot of momentum. Notre Dame can fold under pressure. Brian Kelly is a horrible coach. You know, all of that. <laughs> you know, all of that plays into the uh, Miami possibly winning, and then. Will that make them a Final Four team? Possibly. You never know because if Cincinnati runs the table, then you're looking at Cincinnati resume compared to Miami beating Notre Dame. We done seen in the past a team be in the Final Four the last week and then they get dropped when the last poll come out. So Man, you're never gonna let go of TCU, huh? No, because I believe TCU would have dominated in that in that They would have got yeah. I believe I believe they would because what they play Ole Miss that year after that yes, and, and stumped I think, them. I think they stumped them. They would have played Oregon. Right? Would have beat Oregon. I believe they would have beat Oregon. They would have ended up playing Alabama, I believe. And no, they would have played Ohio State. We lost. Oh, okay, Ohio State. And lost. Eh, I guess TCU would have. It would have lost, lost to Ohio State. It would have been a close one because they could have scored with them. They could have scored with them. I think Zeke was on that team. They wasn't gonna be able to stop Zeke, but I believe they could have scored with that team, uh-huh. and they did. They did TCU wrong that year. Was, their defense was legit that year. They, they did TCU wrong that year, and I'm not gonna hold on to it. I'm gonna. I'm not you gonna let going, that go. You are going to hold on to it. I know you. They, <laughs> I'm not gonna let that go because until they do, until they actually put the best four teams in this playoffs, I'm gonna be asking for an expanded playoffs to six teams because. If you're not going to put the best four in, expand it to at least the top six so we can get a good observance of who we are, who is really the best teams instead of having those every year, having those two teams at the fifth or sixth seed that be like, they could have been in, they could have been in. Having this debate, let's just settle it. Let's just let's just settle it. Put it as top six because obviously y'all don't want to put the best teams in. That's how I feel about this college playoffs. I will say that this year would have been the best year to experiment with a playoffs, but I don't I don't know how that would have worked because I know there's a contract. I think they're on like a three year contract or four year. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They can't change anything until twenty twenty five. So that's probably the only reason why we didn't get an expanded playoffs this year. There's no collective bargaining in um, college, so you can't really do anything about that. But um, I don't know. I feel like this would have been um, this would have been the year and it would have been interesting. I would have liked to see um, what happened, but I'm not really sure. I don't know. I've my what I think the committee will do. I think they're going to put Clemson at number four they sh- they might even put them up at three who knows this keep in mind none of these none of these rankings matter like these are the first rankings that matter so like don't be surprised if you see clemson at three don't see be surprised if you see him at six five four anywhere they could be anywhere because again these are the first real rankings so um 
I don't know. I feel like the committee will put them at four. And I, I, I really want to see where they have BYU and um, Cincinnati. Because I, I personally don't think that they'll have a shot to make it. But this will be the confirmation of if they have a shot or not. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's going to be Alabama, Ohio State. I mean, Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. Um, they might put Florida five, but I would have Texas in them ahead of them. Notre Dame. Let me take. Y'all remember back when Brian Kelly was the coach at Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember that? I believe it was 2010. BCS Sugar Bowl when they played Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. and Tim Tebow stumped them. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly has yet to win a big game. He has yet to win a big game. Notre Dame has yet to win a big game. Y'all remember when they was in the playoffs and they got stumped by Alabama? And No, that was before the playoffs. When we beat them in the national championship? Yes. Yeah, that was before the playoffs. But they did it, get stumped by Clemson last year. It just doesn't stop. So until that, I don't believe they will be able to make the playoffs. And if they lose, and Florida happens to lose to Alabama in the SEC championship, I believe it's over with. We're going to get that playoff spot if Notre Dame loses. Keep an eye out for that. If we lose to Alabama, we have two losses, and Notre Dame loses, and it comes down to us or Texas A&M or Cincinnati and stuff like that, it's going to be us. Hello, this is Jordan. You're listening to Not Another Sports Podcast. If you want to continue the conversation, you can... Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for your support and back to our show. Welcome back. And for our last segment, we're going to talk about Jordan's favorite, one of Jordan's favorite subjects. Khaki pants um, up there in Michigan. I'm going to keep mine short. I'm just going to say, I don't think he's going to be. If they have, if they want to actually be good, they're not going to keep him after this year. If they are committed to mediocrity, they're going to blame it on COVID and uh, give them another year and doing them, doing basically what the Falcons did to Dan Quinn. So that's my thoughts on khaki pants. Um,. <clears throat> In case you didn't know, we're talking about John Harbaugh, the head coach of Michigan. Um, I call him khaki pants because he likes to wear khaki pants. I think somebody said that he changed the blue pants. He did year. change the blue pants and tennis shoes instead of khaki pants and cleat. Uh, yeah, he's, he's reaching. He's trying anything. It, it, maybe it's the pants, but no. Um, I don't know. I, I've never been a big fan of John Harbaugh. Um... And then, not John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. Man. John Harbaugh is the coach coach of of the the Ravens. Ravens. Yes, I know. The Harbaugh Bowl. But anyway, I've never been a big fan of Jim Harbaugh. Um, I feel like he's been really overrated, kind of. He had Andrew Luck and Colin Kaepernick. So I think that played a big role. You see, once once he got to Michigan and actually had to, to struggle to recruit a quarterback because... All the real quarterbacks want to go to Ohio State. Um, it's been a struggle for him. It's, it's not been 
a good road for him. Um, I like Brendan said, I can see this going either way. I don't know if he's if he does go, it's going to be a mutual agreement where he um where they say he doesn't but it's basically gonna be him quitting it's not gonna be um them firing him they're willing to give him one more year like brendan said it if he it's really if he wants to stay because i think he has his eyes on an nfl job and i wouldn't be surprised if he lands in atlanta i'm not gonna lie to you i would not be surprised if he lands in atlanta listen I would not be surprised. But the thing is, I don't know. I feel like he's been coasting off of his name too long. And now that the recruits are kind of realizing he's coasting off of his name, he's not even getting second tier players. He's getting third tier. They are falling in the recruiting ranks. Um, basically, I, I don't know if he's going to be there. I, I think he's going to leave. But if he stays... They're going to give him one more year because he's going to be in the last year of his contract. But he does have the ability to flex his power and say, I'm not going to coach on the on the last year. And at that point, they'll be like, all right, well, we're not going to give you a contract. So you got to go. And then it'll be a mutual agreement. I'm not going to get on Jim Harbaugh as hard as they did. Um I believe he is one of those coaches that you got to give him talent and he's going to do something with it. He's not the type of coach that's going to build you up from the ground and resurrect you from the dead. He's one of those. Now, granted. Yes, granted. It's college. She thought. I thought. I was. Yes, I was about to say he needs Mm -hmm. to do better. I feel like he will be a great NFL coach. I believe if he go back to the NFL. Yes, it's been a minute since he's been in the NFL. I feel like if he go back to a decent team he's gonna be able to get right back in the swing of things and have everything all right um he made the decision to put Colin Kaepernick in Colin Kaepernick wasn't starting at the time like he has made great decisions that got a team to the Super Bowl it wasn't just the team that got him there I believe Jim Jim Harbaugh had a big part in that and when he was at Stanford and he had Andrew Luck he had winning seasons and when Andrew Luck left he still had a couple of winning seasons before he left um he's a good coach uh, Michigan just wasn't wasn't it, and um, I believe word word was that they wasn't trying to fire him anyway. He has a, a year left, and they were just gonna play it out. So maybe he does stay for one more year, but if it doesn't, I know it's not gonna change. So this probably next year is his last year there, and he'd probably go back to the league, or like Jordan said, he would probably flex his muscle and leave. It's been a disaster in Michigan, but um, he's been a Michigan boy. He's a Michigan guy, so it's respect, loyalty there, um, but. It just, just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. But if he go back to the NFL, I believe he's going to do all right. Um, the Falcons job, Brandon, I don't think that's not a, I don't think that's just a bad fit for him. If he come in with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, he has talent. I believe he, he's smart enough. He's been around enough. Like, he be, I believe he can make that work. It's not something that he's coming into where it's, it's Sam Darnold and it's the Jets and he has to build that up. So, I believe y'all need to give him a chance. Don't be so hard on him. Mm, we'll see. We will see. That's all I say. We'll see. <laughs> um, but before we get out of here, I want to give a shout out to uh, DeAndre Smith, Smitty, whatever, Devonte Smith. 
Devontae Smith. Um, he just uh, went over the. He just broke the record for uh, receiving touchdowns in the SEC. Also, Alabama record roll tie. Um, he passed Chris Dornan, and he held that record for 25 years. So that's impressive. Um, Amari Cooper was also tied for that record, but yep. that's besides the point. Roll anyway, tied. Anyway, but. That concludes another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. Remember, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob Was There. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at, Sh- uh, at Vice City Kevo. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11 and on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. You can also follow the sports pages on Facebook and Instagram at not another sports podcast. And on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. And remember to wash your hands. No kidding. Go Gators. Put on a mask. Always remember. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.